For more information on this topic or on the subject of disciple making in general, look us up online at browndegreen.org or send us an email directly at podcast at browndegreen.org. Thanks for listening. You're now listening to The Great Awakening, a disciple making podcast brought to you by Brown to Green. Hey, how are you doing today? My name is Michael Ferris. And I'm Travis Evans. And we are sitting here today with Michael Morris from C3 and from Shawnee, Oklahoma. So me and Mike go way back. Thanks for joining us today, Michael. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. It's an honor. It's an honor to have you here. So how you been, man? I'm, I'm doing well. Been doing well. Um, you know, what can we say? The Lord is sovereign, you know, Amen. just uh, following him and having a good time doing it. Come on, man. What's What's the current thing he's teaching you right now? Um, man, so April and I, um, discussions always go back to the Lord with us, you know, kind of weird how that happens, but (laughs) so, so April's my wife for those that don't know. And, uh, so we're, we're talking about the sovereignty of God, you know? And so the word sovereign in the Greek means overlord. Mm. And, uh, so man, his, you know, whenever you think of an overlord, you think of like somebody that's domineering and it presses you down and pushes you down and like a dictator, you know, but man, then you have, you, you label God as an overlord and then you look at the grace, you know what I'm saying? And you're just like, man, just like Isaiah, you know, yeah, what a wretched man I am. Come on. I mean, man, Lord, just what you do for me the things that you that you have done for me you know and all you ask is that i prove that i love you by obeying your commands you know jesus says if you love me you obey my commands and man how difficult is that you know um, i mean it's it's uh word says that his his commandments are not burdensome they're not you know love him love your neighbor and of course how can we do that but through the love of jesus you know so there's, there's an idea of what this is going to be like. There's no tissues in here. <laughs> I know. We probably, we, we probably do need to get tissues. Someone, someone usually cries. Usually it's Travis. But usually. <laughs> so, man, it's that's super cool. I was sitting, I was having lunch with a guy yesterday, and we were kind of talking about like how through the process of disciple making, it's a process of truth and grace, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And you know, a lot of times when we talk about that, we reference a scripture, John 8, 31, 32, where mm-hmm. Jesus is speaking to the Jews. He says, like, to the Jews who believe in me, you will abide in my words. Yep. And you'll be my disciple. Yep. You'll see the truth and truth, truth will set you free. And, you know, and we're kind of talking about sometimes we fall in this aspect, like if you're attending a body, if you're, you know, if you're in that series of just complete, like just truth after truth after truth, mm-hmm. you know, like it's that overlord sense, but it's, there's not freedom in that because right. it's kind of like this, um, like pharisaical, like this legalistic, like, oh man, like I, I sin again. I'm, right. you know, I'm, I'm a crappy person, right? Yep. I'm in my vomit mm-hmm. again. And then. You know, if it's a, just a world of just full like grace upon grace upon grace upon grace, yep. well, then you're forming Christ and like he's your savior, mm-hmm. right? Like where we say like that's Jesus' savior, like we're saved by his grace, right? right yeah. But you're actually forming him into your image. Uh-huh. But when he's both Lord and savior, you're being formed into the image of Christ, right? right? Through the process of glorification. And and so we were talking through that. And I was like, man, it's like the truth is the grace. Uh-huh. Like you get to this point where you're like, no, his truth is, is grace yep. because this is where the Lord is showing me. Like I'm in... Um, I'm going verse reverse in Romans. And um I think I shared this shared this last week with Tommy. So in Romans um 
16. So verse one or chapter one, verse 16 and 17 says, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes to the Jew first and also to the Greek for in it, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith for faith. As is written, the righteous shall live by faith, right? And yep. so righteousness just simply means what's deemed approvable by mm-hmm. God, what's deemed right in his eyes. And, yep. and, of course, faith is that Greek word pistis, mm-hmm. which is God's inbirth persuasion. Right. And so he's divine saying like, man, yeah, yeah, divine persuasion. Yep. So he's saying when you abide in me, you remain in me, mm-hmm. like I inbirth this faith in you because it's a gift from the Lord yep. that persuades you, that shows you what I deem's right. Yep. Right. And so he's like, man, like, and it's this story of us faith by faith with faith. And it's that it's that truth and grace, which is to me, it's just it's really is like truth is grace. Right. Well, absolutely. So, yes. Yeah. 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 It's good yeah. word, man. It's good. No, I, one vine. Right. Like this is so I'm eating my way through first, John, and I'm in the chapter two and I was eating verses five and six today. But if anyone obeys his word, love for God is truly made complete in them. This is how we know we are in him. We abide in him. Mm. Whoever claims to live, whoever claims to live in him must live as Jesus did. It's just walking it out. It's walking it out. That's it. What's the Lord teaching you, Travis? (laughs) That's it, man. (laughs) Walking it out. It's, it's it's, so it's the, the sweet thing that like I'm learning. I I told you I'm reading this Andrew Murray book, um, abide in Christ. Right. So, like, this sweet thing that I'm starting to learn that, like, just the same God who chose us, right, um, like, he's the same God who keeps us connected to the vine. So, like, the effort that it took for me just to say yes to Jesus that first time is mm-hmm. the same effort it takes for me every morning when I abide. It's just to say yes. Right. Yeah. Like, yep. God does all the heavy lifting. Yep. Right? And I'm like, oh, my mind's blown. Like, this is not some big heavy load I carry to abide in him. Like, it's his love that draws me in, and he does all the heavy lifting. Like, he... He is the gardener. Jesus is the is the vine. Mm-hmm. I'm just the branch. And yep. so I just do my part, man. That's it. Yep. I well, just the, say yes. You saying yes is the obedience. It is. You know what I'm saying? It, it is. I mean that's yeah. That's me being obedient. Yeah. And so and, and talking about being attached to the vine, you know, there's the beauty of it is whenever you abide in him and he abides in you, what do we see from that? Fruit. Yeah, fruit. Fruit. And that's just that's confirmation. Yeah. You know, it's not stanky fruit. Right. It's fruit. Yeah. You know, it's kingdom fruit. And it, it it's, you know, it can be it can be tasted, it can be tasted. Yeah. And then then what's what's the the finishing of that verse, John fifteen five? Yeah. Because apart from me, you can do nothing. That's it. And so you're just obedient. You say yes. That's you know? it, man. <laughs> yeah. It's fun, man. It's it's cool. I'm I'm currently so like again I'm in Romans. So I was in Romans. Um, like this morning I was in Romans one. So I'm just doing verse for verse, and like really it's like I was going to do two verses a day, but my mind's just getting blown. Mm-hmm. Like every day. And so one thing, like kind of like starting at verse uh, 18, you know, it says it's the wrath and the unrighteous for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of man who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth for what can be known about God is plain to them because God has shown it to them for his visible attributes, namely his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly, clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world and the things that have been made. So they are without excuse for although they knew God, Mm-hmm. Like Genosco, mm-hmm. like like you know, experiential knowledge of him, right? For although they knew God, they did not honor him as God or gave thanks to him, but became fruitile in their thinking, and their foolish hearts were darkened, right? And so when you begin to eat those words, 
like what it's saying is like honor like so how do we honor the father mm-hmm. like how do like we do what he tells us to do we abide yeah, right yeah. and he's like man you sit with me you abide in me you honor me you sing praises you worship you mm-hmm. spend this time with me and then of course he says like and give thanks man it's the things like what you're saying earlier like he's this sovereign god this overlord who has pulled us out of like our just this need nastiness of sin right yeah yep. covered us with his grace he's like man like give thanks and like what the lord has shown me in this he's like man he's like michael this is like this is you every day sitting with me and mm-hmm. every day remembering what I pulled you from, mm-hmm. right? In order mm-hmm. so you don't return, right? That's mm-hmm. what he's saying because when we don't do these things, when we don't sin with, sit with him, yep. he doesn't show us what's deemed right in his eyes, mm-hmm. right? We don't live by faith by faith, which is sanctification, right? The story yep. of sanctification. Yep. And then we get pulled into this world of where we start thinking like we're right, right? right. Like we certainly got our own understanding. And we be, he's like, you become fools, like mm-hmm. which, and then he's like, then your heart becomes dark, and which means like encompassed by sin, yep. and it continues to go on where he says, claiming to be wise, they became fools, and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images resembling mortal man and birds and animals and creeping things. Mm-hmm. Therefore, God gave them up in the lust of their hearts to impurity, to the dishonoring of their bodies among themselves, because they exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator who is blessed forever. And amen. Yep. And I'm, so the day I was in that eating immortal and mortal, right? Mm-hmm. It's the imperishable. Yep. Right. It is the incorruptible. Yep. Like it's the forever, ever. And you, and so because they stop sitting with the Lord and they exchange the truth for a lie, they start worshiping like the perishable, yeah. like the incorruptible. And you're like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, like how, how crazy is that? Right. And so, Man, it's it's really, it's really cool. Like just yeah. as you sit with the Lord and the things He begins to reveal awesome. to you and, and like teach you. And so, yeah. I love it, man. Awesome. It is awesome. <laughs> it's fun. I can sit here and talk to Jesus all day. Th- this too. is where the Spirit took over, and <laughs> we're like, this <laughs> this was not in the program plan for the morning, for the afternoon, but that's right. yeah. it was the Lord's plan. That's right. Yeah. It is the Lord's plan. Perishable man. and perishable. That's, that's it, good. man. I love it. Yeah, and it's. I, Simply just abide. Yeah. Can't wait for that imperishable. I know. This, right. this body's getting old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some people beat their bodies up quicker than others. Yeah. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> this is true. So, man, um, so really quick, you attend, is it C3 in Shawnee, Oklahoma? Is that correct? Correct, yes. All right. How long have you been going to C3? Around 10 years. Around 10 years. Yes. All right. Yeah. And so a little bit like how long have you because you've been you've done you've been in ministry for a while. Yes. Like longer than 10 years because you were in ministry before you attended the C3. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so so how long have you been in ministry? Oh, my gosh. Um, so April and I got married. I was like 24 or something like that. Um, we had a the pastor that married us was um, he invited us to church. And uh, I told April, I said, well, we're going to do this right. We're going to be married. You know, we're going to do this right. We're going to go to church. You know, <laughs> Jesus was Savior. Okay. Uh, let's just get that straight. He was not Lord of my life yet. He was Savior. Yeah. And uh, I said, so, you know, we're going to do the right thing. We're going to go to church. And uh, this pastor was unbelievable. He, he poured into us. Um, he discipled us without us knowing that we were being discipled. Oh, that's cool. And so he would sit with us. Um, after night church, you know, midnight, 1 a.m., he invited us over to the house to have dinner. He just poured into us, you know. And so as he began to see us grow, 
He said, hey, you want to take over the youth? We're like, yeah. How many do we have? Zero. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the Lord grew it um, to 60, man. You know, oh, come on. just it was not of our doing, not of our doing at all. The Lord blessed it. Um, he blessed those kids, you know. And so um, in answer to your question, because I could just, you know me, I can get long winded on stuff. So to be, <laughs> t- I am, I am 46 right now. So I've been in some form of formal ministry since 24. Yeah. So I'll let them do the math because public math is a weakness. Yes, so, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. So it's it's been a while. Um, uh, I've had multiple platforms, you know, youth pastor, children's pastor, um, associate pastor, you know, but they're titles. Yeah. Um, now that the, the Lord is Lord, you know what I'm saying? It's uh, my platform is whom he puts in front of me. Come on, man. You know, so there's some interesting conversations that the Lord allows, you know, he, uh, which I can, I can share that if we have time, but whatever, you know, so let's, <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's the answer to your question. I'm I love sorry. that. But ministry is not how you make tents. It's not your tent making. That's right. No, no. And so it is not. So I really like you're, so you're a full-time minister. Yes. Right. Yeah. Right. A full-time like unpaid minister. Yes. Right? Yes. So what's your other job? So I, I'm employed at Tinker Air Force Base. I'm an item manager. Um, and as I talked in a conversation earlier, I, I release the parts so mechanics can do their job. Nothing special, you know. I just, uh, it's it's my vocation. It's what pays the bills, you know. But um, anytime that the, the Lord is able to be spoken of uh, in our crazy world, you know, I speak of him. Come so, on, man. Yeah. I love that. Thank you. And and so you've never really been, I mean, and I might be wrong, but I mean, you've never fully been a full-time like minister, right? Like through all this years of doing ministry, like this has just been like, like, man, like really like you're just laying your life down over and over and over again as you have a full-time job. Yes. Yeah. So uh, there was, when I was a children's pastor, that has been the one and only time um, that I was a paid full-time minister. Okay. Um, and that was a span of like, I want to say two or three years, you know? Um, and so, and then the Lord made me realize, I shouldn't, I don't know if I should say made me realize, but he, he opened my eyes to look, you don't have to have this platform to speak my word into people. You don't have to have this platform to, to speak life, you know? So, yeah. so yeah. So in answer to that, it's once, but the other times, man, it's, it, I gladly lay it down, you know, Come on, man, I gladly. That's good. And it's just, I don't, man, it's like, like you made comment earlier, you know, I could just sit and talk about the Lord just all day, every day. And my, my wife probably gets tired of hearing about it. I don't know. She, <laughs> I doubt that. I, yeah. She so does it. Like, yeah. Just, <laughs> I was just joking. She might, she, she <laughs> might get tired of hearing our, our wives might get tired of hearing our voices, but I don't think they get tired of hearing about the Lord. Right? No, you're yeah, right. I was supposed to go. say. Yeah. Yeah. Good save. Good save. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I love that. That's super awesome. So, man, and so how long would you say you're you're doing this walk? Was this always your walk? You said at the age of 24, were you always like, man, like on board, like, hey, Jesus is Savior. Was that a concept that you always kind of had? Or was there a moment of like, like, you know, sometimes we have people tell their Jesus stories, right? Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. the first time we had, like the first question we ask in a Jesus story is like, 
who were you before Jesus? Right, right. And so was it was there that moment, right? Like, who were you before Jesus in your life? Or was it always like, oh, like, you know, since the age of like three, I followed you. I came out, you know, birthday, <laughs> right. boom. I was yep. like, I'm a Jesus freak. I, yep. I had an awesome beard. Yeah, yeah awesome yeah, beard. What can I say? Yeah. yeah. Well, you've heard the story. You've read the story of John the Baptist. You know, the, whole, <laughs> the Holy Spirit entered while he was still in the womb. Yeah. That was me. No, <laughs> no, just kidding. That was blasphemy. Sorry. <laughs> um. No, you know, it's, I was, I was raised in church and, you know, we hear this story a lot. Um, I was raised in church. Um, my, uh, my mom took me to church. My grandma took me to church while she was alive. You know, I would, I, I think I've been spit and sweated on by so many like <laughs> preachers as a kid, you know, it's not even funny. Um, I would, uh, we would, we attended a, a little bitty Pentecostal church and, uh, man, he could go. You know, and at like age seven, you're sleeping in the pews, you know, because it's just, he just won't stop, just keeps going, keeps going. And uh, which is, I understand now, like Travis and I were saying, you know, whenever the spirit gets hold of us, you know, our voices get kind of low and things get serious, you know. But it, uh, yeah, it, it, before um, Jesus was Lord, um, Jesus was Savior, but, you know, that, that word Savior, may have well have been imprinted on like a genie lamp. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it was like, uh, yeah, I, I believe in Jesus. You know, scripture tells us that even demons believe. Yeah. But, you know, so that was, if you look, if you retrospect and you're like, man, I was no better than a demon, you know, because I believed, but it was like, I need something to happen in my life. So rub that lamp. Jesus, man, can you help me out here? You know what I'm saying? And uh, and so it just, at some point, um, Jesus, through the truth of the word and through people pouring into me, I was like, you know what? I'm a sinful person. Yeah. And I need to, like, repent of this. I need to change my mind yeah. and my heart about this sinful life. Even though I claim, yes, I'm a Christian and Jesus is my Savior, I'm not. I'm not displaying that. Yeah. I'm not being an an accurate ambassador of Christ, you know. And and really, if you look at it in that means, then how much better was I than the world? Mm, come on, man. And so, um, so to sum up and answer your question. So I told you I could get long winded yeah. on stuff. Hey, That's don't good. sum it up. Keep going. <laughs> um, you know, I would just. I was a sinful person that said I believe in Jesus. If you want to look at it that way, you know, and then whenever uh, the Lord grabbed hold and wasn't going to let go, you know, and I was like, okay, um, I get it. You know, I submit, I submit. And uh, and man, it's just, it's been wild. (laughs) It's it's just been wild. Man. And so I'll, I love that. And I was, as you're talking, I was reminded of two things. I'm just kind of looking something up here and, um, man, like I, we kind of, it's interesting you bring this up and there's a statistic out that says like 93% of people who attend church on Sunday mornings do not open their Bibles. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so for me, like where I'm kind of at with this, like Travis knows where this is going. And so I'm kind of at this point now where I'm like, like you're talking about that word believe, right? And the word says even demons believe, mm-hmm. right? But we know demons do not receive salvation. Nope. nope. 
right? Mm-hmm. And and so sometimes I'm like I'm in I'm in this season, right, where I'm sitting with this. I'm like, man, like have we as the Western Church, right, mm-hmm. have we created this false familiarity with with Christ? Meaning, I go to church on Sunday morning, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Check. Like I'm, I'm a good, like I believe in Jesus, mm-hmm. right? Well, bro, the word says even the demons believe, but Absolutely. we know they do not receive salvation, Absolutely. right? Yep. Like they're not going to, because I mean, you can look in that story when Jesus cast out uh, Legion, they're like, hey, don't like send us into the pigs because we don't want to go to hell, mm-hmm. right? Like right. I'm paraphrasing, but that's pretty much what they're saying, yep. right? Yep. Which is like, like, dude, like these creatures who come from there, like don't send us there, <laughs> send us into these pigs, Yeah. you know? But, and so, you know, and I'm reminded of Matthew 7, um, 21. Mm, yep. And it says, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my father who is in heaven. On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name mm-hmm. and do many mighty works in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. Yep. Right. Yep. And so like we know, like when you break that into that story. Like one, it's like works is not what's going to save you, Absolutely. right? Right. It yep. goes right back to what we were talking about earlier, abiding in the Father. Yep. Like, why does he not know them? Right. Because they're not abiding Absolutely. in him. Absolutely. Because Absolutely. they're not abiding in him, he doesn't know them. And they're like, well, we did all these things in your name. He's like, you didn't do those in my name for me. Right. You did them for your glory. Yes. You know, not for yep. my glory. Yep. That's you know, and, right. and it's, and so we, I like, we're in this culture where, if you're telling me 93% of people, like I think it's anywhere from 83% and 93% don't open their Bibles on Sunday morning, right? right? right. Or don't even open their Bible throughout the week, yep. yeah. right? And they don't abide. Then to me, I'm like, well, 83 to 93% of people who attend church mm-hmm. are not followers of Jesus. Absolutely. Right? They're, they're not disciples because a disciple is someone who knows his words. Right. Like you abide in the word. John 8, 31, 32 says it. Abide in my word. Like if you believe. Yep. Right. It's like you walk in the ways. Right. Yep. And you do the works of Jesus. Right. And like the same conversation we had just minutes ago. We know like when we abide, these things just happen. Walking in his ways and the works yeah. just happen. Right. Yep. Yeah. I, I'm looking it up. But um, so I may paraphrase while, while I'm looking it up. But, you know, Jesus tells us that if you want to be my disciple, deny yourself, take up your cross and follow me. Yeah. You know. Last time I checked, I mean, I've, I've never been crucified, but last time I checked, carrying your cross, that usually means death. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. so here's the thing is death is not a bad thing. So let me let me explain that. Um, because who you think you are, there it is, Luke 9, 23. Then he said to them all, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. Thank you. So if we look at death, so I'm not I'm not talking physical death. I'm talking who were we? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Come on. So who were we? So I was I was uh that cool kid in school. I was the track star in school. I was everybody emulated because I was the track star in school, you know, this is hypothetical. But so whenever whenever that death comes, who are we then? Who we should be. It's a it, reflection uh, of Jesus. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So when that death comes, man, welcome it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Who, who? Why do you want to get in the way? Why do you want self-glorification? What good is it going to do you? Yeah. 
you're going to self-glory yourself right to hell. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Why do you why do you want the perishable things when you can have the imperishable things? Exactly. Right? It's like pretty much the word saying it's insanity. Is that it is. He's like it's insanity. Like you're exchanging the truth for a lie. Yes. You know, like behold the old is gone the new is here. Yep. And so like yeah, man, it's Absolutely. denying yourself, picking up your cross daily, daily and following him and yep. and how do we how do we do that? We start with abiding. Yep. It's that simple. It is and, that simple. And the Lord does the rest. Yes. And he makes it easy. Yes. You know, it's like Travis said, I, I'm just, you know what? I'm obedient. Yeah. I say yes. Yeah. How difficult is that? Yeah. You know, I, I get it sometimes. You don't want to wake up. You know? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, man, I'm really tired. But you know what? It, it, man, it, man, don't trade the imperishable for the perishable. Right. Say yes. You know, come on. Always say yes. Come on, man. Sorry. Okay. No, man. You got me fired <laughs> up. Travis is over there laughing. He saw it. It's good. I love it, man. Like I, I love that, and I, I think it's so true because it's the same. Like you know, it's the same story for all three of us. I believe too. Mm-hmm. We kind of came from that culture where it's like, no, I'm good. Right. Like yes. I believe I'm. I go to church on Sunday mornings. I'm checking off the box. Absolutely. Right. Like I, I pray once a week, maybe uh-huh. once a day. When I you need know? something. Yeah. When I need something. <laughs> right. 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 Like that's exactly yep. it. like when I, when I need something, mm-hmm. you know, like I remember when, um, when, when I made Jesus Lord was that moment of like, for me, I, I realized in that moment that I was, I was like that bad friend. Right. And mm, Jesus yeah. was always the good friend. Yep. And because this is sovereignty and he's always faithful and we remain faithless. Like he answered those prayers. Yes. You know, like, and I mean, how crazy is that? Like in those moments of us not really fully understanding, thinking, Oh Lord, really help me get this new job, right? right and the Lord's yeah. like, well, okay, yeah. you know, like I'm gonna help you in this, right? But you know, and like, and really, but that was His grace. Like now, I look back, you know, having this relationship I have now, it's Him showing, like I was in your life, right? Like I was there, and in that moment, I realized, like, man, I'm that guy. Whenever I need something, I pick up the phone, I call him, and he's there, yep, right, every time. I have a flat tire. Hey, I'm on my way. Yep. Hey, can you help me move? I'm on my way. Yep. Hey, can you help me do? That? I'm on my way. Yeah. Right. Yep. Before, like, I mean, I before I can even ask, I'm on my way. Right. And then right. when it's like, Hey Michael, let's hang out. Oh, I'm busy. Yeah. Hey got, Michael, can we, can we, can we hang out together? And like, oh, I'm busy. Yeah. I got to wash my beard. I'm yeah. Sorry. I got to wash my beard. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and so mm. man, like you, like I realized like I'm a bad friend of the Lord. Yeah. Right. And like, he's always there for me. And then it's that like, man, I did, I used to tell people all the time, you know, now it's, it's kind of funny. Like people don't really know who she is at this time, but I used to like reference Ronda Rousey, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, she was the UFC champion, um, in the women's division. So, I used to be like, hey, we all like people know who she is, yeah. But you don't know her, right? Right, yeah. and that's what the Lord said. Like, like you know uh-huh. my, like you know who I am, uh-huh. but you don't genosco me, right? Yep. Right, like you don't have this relationship, yep. with me, yeah. You know, and it comes. We know that comes from yeah, abiding. abiding, absolutely, right? Yeah, it all rises and falls on abiding. Yep, it does. It does absolutely. And so you're you're coming from this world of like. Man, like kind of that checkbox, right? You make mm-hmm. Jesus Lord, like he gets a hold of you. He's like, man, this is what it is to make me Lord of your life, like absolute owner, right? Yeah. Yep. Like surrendering all aspects over to me. Yeah. And so you're you're doing this, like Jesus is not only is he Savior now, but he's Lord. Yeah. And you're working at Tinker Air Force Base, right? And yep. so how did you, like how in your walk did it come along for you to be like, man, like like I need to go make disciples who makes disciples, Uh-oh. right? Yeah. So uh, it's funny you would ask. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, I met this crazy guy named Mike Ferris, <laughs> and we uh, we we clicked almost immediately because of conspiracy theories. Yeah, and uh, Jeremy's gonna love this one right oh, now. Man. <laughs> it was nuts. So, so um, 
Is, is it fair? I mean, is it fair? Yeah, to, okay. tell the story. They so, know. So, <laughs> they all know. It's probably already been out. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Mike Ferris was not a believer. I mean, uh, let me, let me, Jesus was Savior. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, you were his bad friend. I was his bad friend. Yeah. That's fair. Okay. That's fair. And so we, we begin to talk conspiracy theories and uh, we have a conversation about um, Jesus dying on the cross. Yeah. And about, um, that it was actually the spear that pierced his side that killed him, and uh, so long story short, you I don't I don't remember how you began to attend Hera Church, but we had this conversation previous to that. Yeah, well, I was going, so I was going to Hera Church. Okay, this is yeah, this is when checking the box. It was yeah, checking okay. the box. Yeah, I was going okay. in before the lights came on, before the guy got on stage. Right, this is before I think Moix at the time had not come and been the new pastor. Yeah. Yet. Kevin Daniels would have been he, there. Yeah, okay. and so. Um, Darius, remember, it was a conversation with Darius, Darius yes, right? And yeah. it was, like, I remember, I think, because it was talking about, it was the spear in the sides what killed him, right? And we know the word, like, he gave up his breath, uh-huh, right? Yep. And so, and I remember, like, the words I said was, because that's, you were saying that, Darius, like, it's the spear that killed him or something. I'm like, it doesn't matter. Yes, yes. That's the words that came out of my mouth. Like, yep. like what's it matter? Right. And so, and then I think, I think it was Passover weekend, right? Or Passover week. And whomever was at Hera Church yeah. preached on the Passover lamb. Yeah. And the Lord was like, see? And and if I remember our conversation later, um, it just, it was heavy on you. Yeah, I came in that Monday. Yeah, yeah. This, yeah, this is, when, this is the first time, like, the word um, became real for me. Right, yes. It's when Moix was preaching. He didn't he did give your typical Easter um, Sunday sermon. Yeah, that would have been 2017. It's 2017. Yep. Yeah. I will never forget it. Like, it's, you know, like, where the word says already you're clean for the word that was spoken to yeah, you. Like, this yeah. is when the Lord grabbed a hold of me, right? Yeah. And um, he was preaching, and it was when John the Baptist is prophesying, and Jesus goes walking by the river, mm. and he's the river Jordan. He says, Behold the Lamb of God yep. who has come to take away the sins of the world. Yeah. And I remember, oh, here it comes. <laughs> Jeremy, we need tissues. Um, like I remember like sitting there and um, like, man, it, like it, it just cut me deep because yeah. my, like my life, I was always told the Jews <coughs> killed Christ. Yep. Right. And um, man, like in this story, like it was that moment that I realized like, no, like Jesus knew oh, like for yeah. three years as he was ministering to these people, like he knew these people would reject him and he knew he was going to go on the cross and he was yeah. going to die for our sins. Yeah. You know, cause it says, behold, the lamb of God has come and take away the sins of the world. Yeah. And like, like our memory, like dude, it just cut me deep and I cried and, uh, and I'm like, like, man, like he knew, like yeah. Jesus knew this, like he, like he died, yeah. he died for my sins and he knew like, he knew this is what he was going to do. Like, like it wasn't this story of him just, they grabbed him one day and murdered him. Like right. he knew. Right. Yep. And um, <laughs> yep. thank you, <laughs> thank and, you, um, Jeremy. <laughs> and uh, man, like it came, it came through. I remember coming to work one day, and uh, and I walked up to you, and I said, like, like Morris, it matters. Yep, yep. Come and on. so, yeah. So from from that point on, man, um, our relationship just took that turn. Yeah. You know, it went from conspiracy theories to like we have a common ground that matters. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, so then you, you were discipled and I remember we had the discussion cause you were, um, you were in a martial arts and, uh, the night that you were going to be discipled Tuesday nights, you're like, man, I really don't know. You know, I don't know if I should miss or, and, you know, and, and so we had that discussion and, uh, you committed, you know, and, uh, you, you were discipled and then 
you invited me in and uh i was like yeah yeah i'll I'll do it you know what made you say yes because i mean i mean literally you're like you're a spiritual adult right and so here you are right and so you're like you're not an infant not a spiritual infant you're definitely not a spiritual teenager like i would even say like when when we were like that moment of us right like that relationship where i was going you literally watched me go from dead to infant to teenager yeah right yeah what made you say yes so open honest and vulnerable okay yeah because you are my friend okay and and i'm not i don't say that out of arrogance or say or trying to make the statement that there's nothing that you could teach me you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. but your love for the lord was had like expounded you know what i'm saying and so i was like i want in on the bottom floor of this because our relationship will grow just because the lord's in it yeah and so i wanted to be there and 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 here's the thing too is um that's first off that's very humbling that you saw me as a spiritual parent thank you but man I can always learn. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, who doesn't, I shouldn't say who doesn't. So, but I'm going to anyway, let's generalize who doesn't want to sit with brethren and talk about the Lord. Come on, Come on man. You know, I mean, and it's like I said, I want it in the bottom floor of, of your growth. And, and it was, I was like, yeah, I, I want in on this. And so, and so here's the outcome. You know, I got to see Ferris grow. Um, I got to, uh, I got to see the Lord mold and shape him into a kingdom builder. You know, let's advance the kingdom. When the, when the Lord, when the Lord grabs hold of you and you're obedient, and you say yes. Yeah. Guess what? Kingdom's going to get built. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying it's going to advance. And so I was seeing the kingdom advance through Michael Ferris, and I was being equipped now to walk out the Great Commission. You know, because you hear it from behind the pulpit and it's like, go share your faith. Go share your faith. I I didn't realize it at the time, but hey, what about making disciples and teaching them to obey all that you've commanded us? Yeah. You know, what about 2 Timothy 2.2? You know, what about getting the faith that you have within you and putting it into reliable men and women? You know, anybody, anybody can say, hey, you want to be saved? Okay, say this prayer with me. Oh, guess what? You're left at the foot of the cross. <laughs> yeah. Now yeah. what? They're like, I don't know. So what do they do? They go back to what they know. On, you know? Man. I mean, what did the disciples do? They went fishing. Peter says, I'm going fishing. Yep. They went back to what they knew. They thought their world was falling apart. Yep. So this person decides to try Jesus, and it's not what they thought it'd be, or the Lord has something in mind for them, so persecution comes. They're being tested and tried. You know, let's refine that gold. And they're like, forget this. Yeah. This is tough. That's that's what the cross does. You know? Yeah. And so so it bottom line, and, and I, I apologize for that seeming very selfish, but I I wanted our friendship to strengthen and, and deepen. So and I walked away with the tools to and the knowledge to now make disciples the way I'm supposed to make disciples. Yeah. Is that and fair? It's fair, and you grew too. I did. I did grow. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. And you yeah. got the desire of your heart, which yeah. y'all's relationship oh, strengthened and right. as you grew together, right? Yes. So like yeah. yes, so if I yes. can elaborate on the growing part, may I? Yeah. So 
<laughs> so this is your episode. Oh, okay. You do what you yeah. want to do. Uh-oh, free right. No. <laughs> so in that, um, you know, you sent us out on mission. Yeah. And so um, the we, we you and I already had been having discussions um, about some come and dies. And so without, without realizing it, um, but this is, man, this is how the Lord's sovereign, you know, and that grace falls upon you. You, you just kind of fall into it sometimes. And he's, so you sent us out two and two, um, and we went and knocked doors and prayed for people. And so in that, um, the Lord strengthened a relationship that, um, so let me go a little, let me elaborate on that. He strengthened the relationship in, in showing me that you can trust men. And I know that's a very odd statement, but here's the thing. Whenever your identity comes from who you were, not who you are in Christ, but from whom you were, you get burned a lot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so you're like, I can't trust anybody but me. And so in that, the Lord is like, look, you can trust men that abide with me. And I was, and I was like, man, there it is. Yeah. And so we came back and we were like, we we're like an old married couple. We were finishing each other's sentences, you know, and you're like, oh my, what, what has happened? <laughs> what <laughs> what has happened? Come on. And so it was great. You know, it was, it was amazing. It was, yeah. it was amazing. Yeah. And, and it was fun watching that cause you could see it kind of like play out where you at first you're like, this is what the Lord teaches me. Yeah. You know, and it's like one sentence, Yeah, you know, and like the minute, like any, any sense of like a tear would come, you're like, nope. <laughs> Shut nope. that down. Uh-uh. Yeah. That's right. Into like just being, being like, yeah, it was now awesome. We're weeping, now we're weeping on podcasts. I know, right? <laughs> I weep anywhere, man. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> if it's the Lord. So, <laughs> if it's yeah. the Lord. My, t- my tear ducts were seared in the Vietnam War. Right. So that, <laughs> <laughs> so that, so that was about like, that was 2018 when you started walking with Michael. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Beginning of 2018. 2018. Yes. Yep. Two years ago, can you believe that? Two and a half years ago, yeah, two and almost a half. three now. Yes, yes, I know, I know. Yeah. yeah. So, and with that statement, um, whenever we went and knocked doors on mission, which Mike is, he knows where I'm going to go with this. So, um, it was it was kind of a, I needed some confirmation. You know what I'm saying? Because, um, there's points, we'll say that, uh, and I'm sure that everyone is going to understand this statement that uh, the word of the Lord is not always well taken, you know? So I, uh, at this, it was at this stage that um, I took a step back and I was like, Lord, you know, search my heart. Show me. Show me if, I'm, if I am using your word in a wrong context. Because, you know, I'm seeing fruit, but you know how you can get caught up with, with all of that and you're yeah. and you just push forward you know yeah. and uh and so i got this text from the man that i had walked with which let me rephrase that the man that i had went out to and you know by twos in and knocked doors and so there was this couple that uh we went to their house and uh it was almost a nightly basis for probably what a week week and a half something like that 
Yeah, I mean, you guys, so I sent you out for a month straight. Okay, that's right. It was a month, yeah. Yeah, once a week, you yep. guys went out. Instead of us, we would gather, we'd eat, we'd yep. break bread together, we'd yep. talk about our highs and lows, what the Lord is teaching us, and as soon as we were done eating, like we, I sent you guys out yep. pairs of twos. That's right, yep. So we, we always stopped at this one house and uh, just poured into this couple and prayed over them and prayed with them and, and stuff like that. So, um, you know, Hera Church is having house church, and... Um, Chad Henson, he was having house church, and he sent me a photo, and and it was of a lady sitting on his couch, and he's teaching on his whiteboard. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm like, okay, cool. just last week, just last week, yes, come and on, I, and I'm like, oh, okay, cool, and he's like, this is the wife of that couple that we went and knocked on their door and prayed over them and prayed with them, and I was like, oh my gosh, Lord, come on, you know, you're showing me fruit, man, come, come on. on, from two years ago, come on. And I'm like, it has, I was just like, gosh, you're sovereign, man. And yet you just you keep you keep pouring that grace on me to let me know you're doing my work, man. Just just keep trudging forward in the kingdom, you know. Keep setting keep setting people free through yeah. my truth. Come on, through man. my truth. And I'm just like, golly, and and I can't I can't express enough about how how powerful that is you know in your life whenever especially whenever you begin to we'll use the word doubt doubt the mission that you're on you know because <laughs> you're just like i mean you know what we've walked through you know you're just like am i sure am i 100 percent certain that what i'm doing is correct yeah and then the lord's like here it is here it is let me let me pluck some of that fruit off there for you and just shove it in your face so you're so you see it. Come on. And I'm just like, man, thank you, Lord. I love that, man. Well, I mean, it's like what the word says, like the word does not return void. Nope. Right? Yeah. That's right. And I love I love that he showed you that because sometimes I know I've I've talked with guys who've gone on a mission and you're like, How's how's it going? And they're like, oh, dude. Like it's not going. Yeah. Right. And it's that was two and a half years ago. Right. I mean, you guys were literally walking around your neighborhood, right? Yeah, right. Like, yeah. I mean, it's not like, yeah. I mean, you were just walking Michael's neighborhood. Yep. That's it. Yeah. We were sitting. So the, the voice of the Lord for us. So we, um, I had him go outside and make observations. Mm-hmm. And the voice of the Lord was, um, love your neighbor. Right. That's what Come we on. had. Like, go love your neighbor. And, um, and so Chad, you know, like it's really like the Lord, like it started with Chad and he's like, how can I love my neighbor? Which I already, I already had this already kind of brewing inside me. Like, man, send them out pairs of twos, like going out from door to door. And so Chad, like he's like, man, how, like, how can I love my neighbor? Well, if I don't know who my neighbor is. Right. Yep. Come on. And I'm like, this is the Lord. Yep. Like, you know, oh. <laughs> yeah, this is the Lord. And cause yeah. I knew exactly. And he's like, you know, I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to go meet my neighbors. And I'm like, hold on. Here's the mission. Here's what we're doing. Like, and I'm like, we're starting this next week. Right. And I'm sending you guys in pairs of twos. Like, it yep. was the Lord. And um, and so yeah, they they went from door to doors. I I went with Hayden Bryant. Mm-hmm. And um, like, you know, it's it is. It's sometimes there's a door slammed in your face. Like a guy almost ran Hayden over. <laughs> wow. Did. Like li- li- seriously, like yeah. he yeah. saw. We knocked on his door. Um, or no, we were across the street. We and and I think him and Lee, um, Lee Lee's the one who walked away. But um, him and Lee went to the where we went the same pathway they went the week before, and so I accompanied them. Um, Lee wasn't there the next week, and so I went with um, with Hayden, and um, man, like we're just knocking on the door of the door, and this guy comes out, 
and and he's slamming his car door and he gets in his car and we're kind of walking out and we're like well he's leaving so we're just gonna keep going yep. and he literally backs his car and i'm telling you inches inches from hitting hayden <laughs> and then brrr, like takes off and you're like what in the world is happening Hayden almost died <laughs> yeah you know but it's it is it is awesome like when going back two year two and a half years from now and there's this woman sitting on chad's couch yep. and it's what I love too. You know, we're we're in the season of house church. She's the only one who showed up, mm-hmm. right? And so, what I love about this too is like, man, like we're not like again, we're not in the business of chasing numbers. Nope. Like it's not what we do, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not about the number that shows up. And mm-hmm. so, um, man, like this one woman shows at the Chad's house, which, and like the way I believe that the Lord works, like she was the only one in like who was supposed to show up, mm-hmm. yeah. and Chad pours his life into it, and then he sends it to Morris. Like he yeah. sends it, to, you know, he sends it to the group, but he's like. Hey, Mike Morris. Yep. Right. Yeah, and I'm, yep. and how cool, how cool is that? Yeah. Like these, like every, like for that, for that whole month, every Tuesday, Michael and Chad would go to their house, knock on their door mm-hmm. and pour into them yep. and pray, pray for them. Yep. Come you know, on. and lay there and like just constantly, like you guys would spend like, Oh man. I mean, get them out of time. They're just loving them. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. It, it was, it was actually at the point of where initially, when we first went to this house, uh, we were walking up to the door, and the guy came out to have a smoke. And uh, he's like, oh. And we're like, hey, how's it going? You know, So we're, we're having a discussion here. And, uh, and then as we progressed, it was like they would see us coming. And it was almost like as you're reaching for the door to knock, the door opens. Like, hey, guys, what's going on? Come on. So they were looking for us, you know. We met the whole family. We got to, they, they, the whole family would come out on the porch and just sit and talk with us, you know, and we would, and so we'd be like, well, we'll let you guys go because you're probably ready for dinner or something like that. And they were like, well, we were actually having dinner, but we saw you coming. So, and so we were like, they're, they're, they're stopping what they're doing, you know, because they, they, they hunger for the Lord. Yeah. But they don't, they don't know. They don't know if that makes sense to, to not complete that sentence, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, it was good, and and it was it was sent to me in and like I said, in a time of need, I needed to see fruit, you know, other yeah. than other than the fruit that I've been seeing, I needed to see fruit. Yeah, it's so. his favor over us. Yeah. Absolutely, yes, yeah. it's his favor, man. Yeah, it is his favor. We let the spirit lead, right? Yeah, you know I love you. Yeah. Uh oh. Like why, why, why would he send that to you in that time of need? Like. Like what's like what's happening, right? You know how to give names, but like what's what's and I don't know. Right, right. No, right? you like don't I don't know. I don't know. So like, yeah, uh, it's just kind of like as I alluded to a little bit earlier. You know, you uh, it it gets to the point of where there's people that don't readily accept the word of the Lord, and you know, and and we all know that whenever we whenever we give scripture, we're, we we don't put in opinion, we don't put in I think, I feel, I believe. It's the scripture, you know, and it's, we deliver grace with truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so it was just, it was not, it was not really taken by someone that, that I, I was pouring into and, uh, and it was just, it, it hurt me, you know, for lack of better words. Um, because it was, it was an, I, I use this term loosely so forgive me it was an older person um 
one that I respect, you know, and kind of having a little bit of an issue with some things. And so I thought, okay, this is the opportunity, Lord, guide my speech, you right. know. Um, and so I, I poured into this person and spoke scripture, and it was just not taken well. And I was like, wow, you know, let me step back for a minute and like make sure that that delivery was of the Lord. Does that mm, make sense? Yeah. You know, um, which, you know, reminded that there, there is now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. And that's, that's what was trying to be put upon me, you know, was condemnation for me speaking the word of God over somebody and into somebody. On, man. And it's like, you know, and, and I know the conviction of the Holy spirit, you know? And so I'm like, man, that's condemnation. So let me take a step back and Lord, convict me if I'm wrong because I, I don't right. I, you know I don't want to I don't want to cause a brethren to stumble and I don't want to cause your word used by me to cause harm right and so I was like you know let me let me step back and just really assess how how this is happening and then boom here it is man the Lord's like, here, let me put this fruit in your lap, you know? <laughs> so you got something, go. I do. I do have something for you. So First Thessalonians chapter 2. Okay. For you, Mike Morris, yourself know, brothers, that our coming to you was not in vain, but through we had already suffered and been shamefully treated in Philippi, as you know, we had boldness in our God to declare to you the gospel of God in the midst of much conflict. Mm -hmm. For our appeal does not spring from error or an impurity or any attempt to deceive, but just as we've been approved by God to be entrusted the gospel, so we speak not to please man, yep. but to please God who tests our hearts. Yep. Yep. Right? And so it says, For we never came with words of flattery, as you know, nor with a pretext for greed. God is witness. Nor did we seek glory from the people, whether from you or from others, though we could have made demands as apostle of Christ. But we were gentle among you, like a nursing mother taking care of her own children, so being affectionately desirous of you we were ready to share with you not only the gospel of god but also ourselves because you have become very dear to us for you remember brothers our labor and toil we worked night and day that we might not be burdened to any of you or have proclaimed the gospel of god yep yeah and that's i mean what do you what do you say to that you know i mean that's just more confirmation so, so thank you um and it's the Lord, man. Yeah, it is the Lord. I mean, you don't have any, you can't speak to that. <laughs> you just, you just got to shut your mouth and, and sit under the sovereignty, you know, yeah. and just bask in it. Come yeah. on. I mean, you just got to sit there and be like, oh, thank you, Lord. What more can I say? But just thank you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so it, uh, I have to say after, after that, um, it's, it, uh, it renewed me. Absolutely renewed me. And, uh, and so, you know, I shared with April and, uh, so we weep together and, uh, she's like, man, she's just like, you needed that. I was like, you're right. I did need that. You know, I needed a big old fat dose of fruit Come <laughs> from, on, man. from two and a half years ago. Breadcrumbs from heaven. That's right. That's right. You know? And so, uh, man, I just, you know, just thank you. That's all you can say is just thank you. I mean. 
You can't even elaborate on that. There's nothing to. There's nothing more to say. I love that man. So he's a good father. He's oh, a good man, father, isn't he? He's yes. a good father. He is. He knows how to give good gifts. That's right. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good. So man, like, so now you're making disciples. You've already got, like, you already got one guys you've laid your life down for about, it was a year, right? You poured yeah. into these men and released them. Yeah. So they're out there making disciples. Yes. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Right. And, yeah. and you currently have a group now that you're, you're making disciples of, right? Not correct. disciples of Mike Morris, but disciples of Jesus, That's right? It. That's it. Teaching the sin in his words, dividing his words, walking his ways and do his work. So, right. so tell us a little bit about that, you know, like. Pros, cons, highs, lows, fruit. Oh man. Okay. So, um, so pros. All right. Here's the secret to disciple making. <laughs> all right. After the break. No, it's playing. <laughs> <laughs> Next week. That's episode. right. Next week. <laughs> disciple them to Jesus. Come on, Come on, man. Get out of the way. You know what I'm saying? Um, don't. They're uh, man. And and this is gonna sound arrogant. So I I pre apologize, man. <laughs> get out of the way you know don't don't uh don't think that you've been released and now you're making disciples you're putting your big boy pants on and you're making disciples man that's pride's gonna get in the way you know um and and that's a generalized statement so i don't want to get emails saying i'm not like that okay i get it that's a generalized statement but man Keep focused on Jesus. Come on. Abide. 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 Because you're setting the example. You know, Paul says, imitate me as I imitate Christ. If you're not trying to imitate Christ, what are they going to imitate? You. You know? So abide and, and disciple them to Jesus. Um, pros, whenever they listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Uh and whenever they, whenever men come back and they're like, oh my gosh, let me tell you what the Lord showed me. And you're just like, all right, lay it on me. And they tell you and you're like, oh my gosh, yeah, dude. And then you can pour into that because there's a Kairos moment, you know, so you ask the right questions and you get that circle going and then their mind is blown even more because the Lord, the Lord just, he like shows them in that moment Hey, I'm sovereign. Yeah. And here's you being obedient. And here's what's going to change in your life because of it. You know? And I know that that's a very earthly term, terminology because it's so much bigger than that. Because whenever they, whenever they get it, whenever the Lord blows their mind and they're like, and they grab hold of it, then, then they've, they've, their veil has gotten a little thinner between them and heaven, yeah. you know, for lack of better words. And so, um, there's, there's pros, um, cons. I, I would love to say there are no cons, but you know, you were, uh, you're laying your life down for people and some people, some people agreed to discipleship because they, uh, they want to hang out. They agree to discipleship because they uh, they want to sit around and talk about what scripture may mean to them. Um, but then when you start getting down and 
And Jesus starts poking on him and says, hey, this sin that's in your life, we need to deal with that. Yeah. And they go, mm-mm, nope, nope. I thought this was going to be a Bible study. I thought we were going to hang around and eat and laugh and talk about stuff not of the kingdom. Yeah. And now they're like, why do you want to poke that wound, dude? You know, that's not me. That's the Lord. Yeah. You know? You make a decision. Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your heart as they did in the rebellion. So, you know, and then they walk away. You know, that's tough. It is tough. I mean, it's it's tough. You know, and you, you, uh, and then you get those doubts, you know. Yeah. Oh, my. Man, was I misusing the word of God? You know, and then again, here's that sovereignty. He, He steps in and he pours into you. And he just, he's like, you know, go ahead and weep, son. And then let's move on. Let's keep moving. Because there's, 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 there's people to win to the kingdom. Come you on, know, this person on. has made their choice, unfortunately, you know. Yeah. I, uh, I had a conversation with a guy in the gym and uh, he, uh, he was kind of having a rough time. I was like, can I pray with you? You know, is there anything I can pray with you about? And he's like. Kind of looks at me and he goes, who do you pray to? I was kind of taken aback and I was like, well, Jesus. And he's like, pray to Jesus? I was like, yeah. And he goes, you like Jesus, huh? I love Jesus. He's never let me down. Really? It's like, yeah. And so we begin to have a, like, a little bit more in-depth conversation. And he's like, you know, the Bible says that, that the sexual immoral will not, not inherit the kingdom of God. I was like, yeah, I know that. He's like, well, I live a very sexual, immoral life. And he's like, so I know I'm not going to inherit the kingdom of God. And I said, well, here's the thing. I said, here's here's the beautiful thing about that. I said, you acknowledge it. And I said, God sent a way for you to enter the kingdom of heaven. I said, all you have to do is repent of those sins, turn from that lifestyle, and follow Jesus. And I said, and you can you can be entered into heaven also. He's like, I enjoy my lifestyle too much. So then it sounds like you've made your decision, man. Yeah. You know, and that hurts. It does, man. man it hurts. <laughs> yeah. And, but you know, I mean, you're not going to sit there and change his mind. That's right. You know, the Holy Spirit's here to, to convict of sin, judgment and righteousness. And so, you know, I can tell him that he's sinning. The thing is, he already knew he was sinning and yeah. he was okay with it. Yeah. And so, it, so there's, that's, that's a con, um, to discipleship, but you, you can, that's just a con of man sin, you know? Yeah. I mean, you can't even place that under the discipleship yeah. thing. So good stuff. Do you have something? Good. Oh, I got all kinds of things, but <laughs> he's being really quiet today. Oh my! Like, it was cool. So <laughs> when you were talking about discipling Jesus, one of my guys this this last week said he was uh, he was kind of going through the the story and and for in John one, you know when. Um, when uh, John the Baptist sees Jesus and he says, "Behold the Lamb of God," right, and yeah. his and his two his two disciples are with him, yep, right? Yep, yep. He's telling his disciples, "Behold the Lamb of God," right. They call they call out to Jesus and Jesus says, "What do you want?" Yeah, they become Jesus's disciples in that moment. Yep. Yeah, John didn't 
John wasn't discipling them to him. Right, right. Or he would have... Or he would have been like, oh, hold on. I'm your rabbi. Right. What yep. are you doing? He was going like, this is the one. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's the same thing we do. And like, that's what that's my, it. my guy Mike was telling me. He was like, he was like, man, like I'm reading this. And he's like, the Lord's showing me you in that. He was like, that's because awesome. like you disciple us to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like you don't disciple us to you. Like you're, you're constantly pushing us toward Jesus, pointing us towards Jesus. And yep. it's, it's the call in our life. It's what we do. Yes. But it. It is the freedom of it too. Is that, look, I'm still a jacked up dude, right? <laughs> like you, if I disciple you to me, like we're both in trouble, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> yes. And so, like the freedom of what we do is that, like we disciple him to the true King, mm-hmm. and like he does the heavy lifting, right? Right. And so, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Love it. It's where John says, like, I must decrease so he can increase. Yeah, yeah man. Right. Like That's he's like, it. man, like, and so it's just, you know, you know, I've, there are several times when you were in my living room, I'm like, man, like I must decrease so the yeah. Lord can increase like three you men. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You know, and the world would be like, oh, hold up. Right. You know, but like, it's like, no, like, man, like. That's why the world's so jacked up is because mm-hmm. we made so many disciples of man and that's not enough it. disciples of Jesus. That's right. You know? That's so right. That's where you look and what's kind of going on right now and people are like, oh, this person's Savior. Like, no, bro. Mm-hmm. There's only one Lord and there's only one Savior. That's, that's right. It. Right? Like, all these things are perishable. That's right. Yeah. Like, there's only one thing, like, only one who's not imperishable. That's right. And that's Jesus. So yeah. There's one that we bow our knee to. Right. That's yeah. it. That's it, man. I love this, man. I love it. Mm-hmm. And so, man, like, Michael, like, what is, like, if for those who are listening, for our listeners, right? Yep. What would you like? What would your words of encouragement be for them? Like, man, if they're they're waiting to be discipled, right? And I ask this almost every week, but they're waiting to be discipled. They're being currently being discipled, or, or maybe they're just kind of in that motion of like, man, I I just don't know right now, right? Like, I'm right. in a season of just unknowing what's next. Like, what mm. are some words that you would you would leave with them? Mm, man, um, so Exodus sixteen four comes to mind, um, and it's. I don't want to misquote it, but I'm going to paraphrase here. So, you know, the, uh, the Israelites were grumbling and, uh, God sent them manna. And with that manna, he gave them instructions. He's like, go out each day. And he said, gather it. And he said, I do this to test you to see if you're going to be obedient. Mm-hmm. Basically I'm paraphrasing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and here's, here's what the Lord has revealed to me in this. And so I share this because whether you're being discipled or you're waiting to be discipled or you're just not really sure. Okay. Here it is. This is, this is it for all three of those, man. God has put the man on the ground. Whose job is it to go collect it? Mm. So man, if, if you're being discipled, I don't, I don't think we've said abide enough on this. So abide, you know what I'm saying? Go go pick up the manna, eat that heavenly bread, and be filled. Come on, man. If you're waiting to be discipled, you don't have to wait to abide. Come on. You know what I'm saying? If man, start in John 15. Okay. If you don't know where to start and you're waiting to be discipled, start in John 15. Yeah. Okay. Just read it and read it and then see what the Lord pours into you. And if you finish that and you you just you're like I'm hungry for more, start in like John one. Go to the very beginning of John, start in John 1. And then if you're just not sure, I give you the same advice. Start in John 15. You know, yeah. it's it's abide. Abide. It, it means to remain close to. It means to be like almost one. Uh, whenever I read that and I, I look at the Greek, I'm always reminded of um, at the Last Supper, John, who was 
lounging against Jesus's bosom. Yeah. You know, I, I want to be that close to Jesus yeah. that I hear his heartbeat when he breathes, you know? And so, man, the manna is on the ground waiting for you. So don't let it just sit there and rot. Get it and, and taste that the Lord is good. Come on. That's all I have to say about that. That's a good word, man. <laughs> That's a good word. Makes me want to go sit with the Lord right now. I know. I know. I know. Man. Yeah. Honestly, we have a meeting with uh with Moix and Murray and yeah. some other guys, and I was sitting there thinking, like honestly, I was like, I wonder how weird it would be if I just went ahead and laid against Moix and like in my ear <laughs> he's talking, like, get off me. <laughs> this is but weird, no. Michael. This is weird. Yeah, it's like he's not Jesus. That's no, right. but no, I love it. Did honestly, I was like, man, I want to go sit with the Lord. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> I love that, man. Man, um, and so it's kind of like kind of the same thing. Like, what would you say to those who are making disciples? Oh my gosh. Um man, you know, there's there's uh as soon as you ask that question, there's so many emotions that just like spill around in you, you know, like somebody taking a full glass and just spinning it. You uh man, don't don't grow discouraged, you know. Um Cause it's, it's, uh, I told my old gen one man that you guys are my cross to bear. And, uh, and whenever you understand the realization of that, that you literally went while you're discipling them to Jesus, you know, you, you want to take ownership of it. And it's like, Ferris and I have had the conversation many times. It can't hinge upon us. Right. Yeah. If if you start allowing it to hinge upon you, guess what? You've just become their savior. Right. Yeah. You've got to like point them to Jesus and then step back. You know? You can't be their Holy Spirit. You can't convict yeah. them. You you've got to point them to Jesus, then step back. So don't grow discouraged. And Man, it, you know, and which we all know this and we all do this, but it needs to be repeated. Get with like-minded. Come on, man. Get with yeah. like-minded and just talk about the Lord. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's it's great because um, my one of my first Gen Gen One guys, um, he went to uh, drop some kids off at their house. He's like, "Hey, you want to ride with me?" This is like 8.45 at night. I was like, yeah, I'll go. So let me put my shoes on and we'll go. So it takes about 30 minutes to get to the kid's house. We dropped the kids off. We drove around and then sat in my driveway for another hour and a half talking about the Lord. Come yeah. on, man. And it's just like, you know, get with like-minded people. It's, it's, uh, the Lord is not going to leave you in a barren place. Amen. Yeah, good stuff. It is good stuff. It's good stuff. It's Hebrews, man. Do not go like the gathering of the, yeah. of the gathering. Yeah, yeah. Spurring another one to good works. Ten twenty four. Yeah. Twenty three, twenty four, something yeah. like that. Yeah, that's good word. Thank you. That's a really good word. And so, Michael, thank you for joining us today. I really appreciate it, man. Like, it's, one, it was good seeing your face. It was good seeing your face <laughs> and Travis's face too. Yes, man. <laughs> I love yeah. it, man. So. Man, and usually what we do is we ask the guests if they do the honors and pray us out. You do the honors and pray us out. I will absolutely, man. Um, yeah, I can't. I can't guarantee that I won't cry. 
<laughs> but uh yeah so father we uh man we we thank you that that you are a good father and that uh you uh you man you provide a way you know and you you just you meet us where we're at with with what we need and uh with what we are seeking to make us whole and of course we know that that's jesus and so we just ask that you pour more of jesus into us that we don't we don't forget or lose sight that it's about jesus and that man as long as we sit with him and we lean against him and we hear his heartbeat and feel his breath that all is right and that we just we hear him and we follow him you know your word tells us that that the sheep know his voice and they follow him father i ask you in jesus name that we always hear and know your voice above everyone else's and we thank you for it and praise you for it in jesus name amen 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 Amen. thank you for listening grace and peace grace and peace